only way to expose the truth is to be indecent. Two men might just be indecent enough to do it. Enter a wannabe amateur disc golfer who reads Reddit threads and a fake cowboy who lifts weights. This is Indecent Exposure. It's time to plunge down the rabbit hole with your hosts, Ryan and Sam. All right, welcome. What's going on, Ryan? Fixing my hat. Nice. I like your hat. What does it say? What does it say? Beauchamp? Come on. Get, get yourself fixated. Beauchamps. What <laughs> the hell is Beauchamps? It's a restaurant in... Um, the fuck was that? Alexa, dude. That was kind of scary. <laughs> She's listening, dude. Speaking of listening, because I know later on in the show we want to talk about... What's his name? Tyre, Tyre Nichols? Tyree. 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 Nichols, I think. Uh, my phone must have been listening to me because KMBC sent me an article about about it, which we'll just let, let's let's talk about this first. It's January thirtieth, the I day you were after. About my hat. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> what's with this restaurant? Kind of rude. Is it, yeah, that was just plain rude. What's Very with rude. the hat? Okay, this restaurant. Where's it at? It's a restaurant in um, Destin, Florida. Yeah, where your and parents family are restaurant. At, right? Huh? Where your parents live? Yep. Nice. And it's named after, it's family owned, it's named after their dogs. Nice. Bo. And Champ? No, it's like three dogs. I can't remember the name of them. Bo, and then Shaw, and then Mips. No. Bo Champs. You're close, but no. It's about the three, it's named after like three dogs. With three dogs. Really good restaurant, really good group of sandwiches, big fan. Yeah. Is it, was it a so Richardson I got the hat? hat? Um, I think so. I'm pretty sure it's a Richardson hat. Cool. Shout out Richardson. Best hat. Best yeah, hat in the they, game. They That's why I was asking you yesterday about him because uh, for Deb's birthday, I bought her a cricket. Which I don't know if you know anything about him, but it's basically a machine that cuts like vinyl, leather. Uh, it puts like engravings in wood and stuff. Um, and so I was going to get a couple of blank Richardsons and then get our logo on some hats. Oh, hell yeah. Or if we want to sell some merch, people are interested. Yeah. So that might be in the, yes. the works. Yeah. So I, this, this is style 112 FP and it fits my head absolutely perfect. And I'm pretty sure you and I have the same size noggin. Kind of, we're kind of small. Our heads are kind of small, like shallow wise. We're extremely smart. Like our brain is to the to the brim. So but even the lightest just, lightest impact, we get brain injuries. Well, yeah. I mean, there's multiple times when I played football in high school and I went and hit someone that I would literally lose consciousness. So I I definitely have brain damage to a certain degree. You know, well, did you did you play? I think that explains your your speech. My speech impediment is absolutely atrocious, and normally I'd say nutrocious. And Deb loves all the made up words that I use, but um, yeah, it probably has something to say about my just my general logic, knowledge, cohesiveness. I don't even know where this sentence is going, but you know, that's that's where it's at. So I don't know. Could be amazing that you function in society. It absolutely is. I'm 
it's crazy that I even maintain a job, let alone maintain <laughs> at the same company for over three years now. So there's that. I wonder if it's because like they're equal opportunity and they're like, <laughs> yeah, <have> to- <laughs> right. right. They're just like, we got to let, we can't, we can't special. Get rid of him, like- he's special. We got to meet our quota of all the different demographics. And they're like, he, we got he's it. He's the one guy we got. Right. It's like, I don't know what the movie name is, but it's, I, I've only seen the gif and, and, and it, he says, I'm retarded. And he looks in the mirror cause he looks normal in the shot. And then he opens up this door that <laughs> yeah, has a mirror that and he's like, I know has that. Downs, you know, <laughs> where so, he's like, where he's like this. <laughs> yeah, and, <he's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so I feel like that's me in, in real life and everyone's just playing, playing me that I'm not special, but I have a wife, so I, I'm doing something right. Maybe she has Downs too. I don't know. I mean, it's not a laughing matter. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be. Maybe she's. Jokes. I don't know. Maybe you're a charity. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyways, so day after what happened yesterday it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, the NFC AFC Championships. Yeah. Good job, Eagles. They look Eagles? pretty. They look pretty mm-hmm. good. I think they if because um, I was really expecting it to be a closer game. I think if Brock Purdy stays healthy that game, they would have. Towards UCL. He tore his ACL, UCL, UCL. So they're like arm. the side. Oh, right here. Yeah. Oh, so he's is he going to be Jimmy. out like for an, a year? Six six months. Six months. Okay. Well, okay. So he'll be, he'll be back he's, for it's Tommy John surgery. Pretty much is what he's going to get. Oh, that sucks. That might be. I don't yeah, want to say career nah, ender, but nah, like Tommy John usually come back. Guys usually come back pretty well from Tommy John. No, that's good. I mean, well. That's such a that's such an uncommon in, in injury for football players. I feel like you never yeah. hear that. I mean, obviously you hear it all the time in pitchers and yeah, by some field base, players. Definitely a baseball injury, but right. I guess it could happen. Yeah. It's just a, such a different throwing motion in in baseball and football because baseball you're swinging your arm all the way back, right? There's a table in my way, but and then football you're just you're basically using your elbow. <laughs> Like that, real short, real short. You have to. You can't be whining all the way up like a baseball player. You're you're like a second baseman for um, a quarterback. That makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely a quicker, quicker arm motion, quicker That's release. True. That's for true. That's for true. But those Chiefs, I'm not. A, okay, hear me out. Parents are from Chicago, so I'm a Chicago fan. We know, for, but. Chiefs are my AFC team, and I, dude, if dude, you I still have a saw me, to give you. Oh, and you have my vest. Um, I do have that. Yeah, and, and we need to hang out soon. But, um, <laughs> uh, dude, I was hooting, and hollering, screaming, yelling. I love the Chiefs. You went. You went to the um, the divisional game. game. Yeah, yeah, divisional game, and it was great. It was a. Fu- it's I, oh, dude. I will tell you. I I haven't been to many football stadiums. I'll be the first to acknowledge that because when football games are, they're not cheap, but that stadium is absolutely incredible. There's no other experience in leaving Arrowhead and your ears are ringing for the next hour. Yeah. It's, it's like such going a to fun a, environment. Uh, it's like going to a music festival. Yeah. hundred percent. Exactly. It's, it's a, uh, so a lot of people would have been on my TikTok all day while, well, Working intermittently. Yeah. Everyone's calling um, 
the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs, the refs just f f the Bengals over. But from what I know, as kind of a non biased fan, is Chiefs have always been kind of screwed over by the refs in r- recent years, and yeah. so now it's kind of like the opposite. It's like, well, yes, were were there blown calls? Well, yeah. If if you examine every single NFL play in slow motion, there's fouls happening in every single play. Mm-hmm. So I'm not defending the Chiefs, but I'm not saying that some calls were favored, especially towards the end there. But it's not like the if Bengals go, didn't have a chance. No, they had multiple chances. And if you go back and actually look at a lot of those calls, like the um, the weird one where the Chiefs ran, it was like third and nine, and they ran that that pass play to Kelsey. He was short. Yeah. It was fourth down, and they're like, uh, "We tried. We were literally had a ref. They even showed it on replay." A ref coming in, blowing the Whistling play dead. Because it's so loud. None, none of the players heard it. And he literally was like in the middle of play because he's a line judge. And so then he was like, oh, fuck. And he gets and he backs off. And that's why they came out and they were like, yeah, that play didn't count because we tried to blow it dead. Because but, the clock was right. Because we we're having clock clock issues. And then which they did then, for the entire fourth quarter. They it did. wasn't yeah, just they, it wasn't just that one instance. Yeah, they had it was a couple of times they stopped play for it. But then yeah. the next play, um, Mahomes gets sacked, and then they have that holding call on Eli Apple, and they showed the replay, and it was like the most blatant holding call right. for pass interference. So it was right. like and even after that, we still had ended up having a punt. Like we right. still didn't we still didn't Yeah, um, I don't know why people were complaining about that drive. Now I get the last play where Mahomes got the um the PI. Not Mahomes, but the Ollie, his last name, 58. Eli Apple? Asai? No, Asai, yeah. Um, But during that play, there was like pretty, pretty intentional holding from what I saw. If you, someone pointed out, they're like, if you put anybody in slow mo that's doing a spin move. Oh, yeah. You're going to see holding. Yeah. The, the the linemen hold every single time. When I was in playing in, in high school, I know it's not even the same thing. And when I was offense, I held every single time. It was the only way to get people not to spin around. You know how hard it is one-on-one blocking? It's very hard. Unless you are 100 pounds more than people. And tell me, I'm in I'm in high school as an 18-year-old, senior year. I'm weighing 170 pounds. I'm six foot three. I am skin and bone. It was like damn near impossible for me to hold back someone that was 50 pounds heavier than me on the defensive line when I was playing tight end. I either had to be paired with a <laughs> this guy I played with in the high school. He was huge. I mean, was Ricky Sanchez. He was like, I don't know, I don't know, three hundred pounds. But anyways, anytime I was paired up with this guy, I'm like easy blocking, right? I just got the edge. It's, it's easy by myself. And I remember this. There's a guy named Austin Wiesa. I'm good friends with. He's a defensive end for Liberty, also the quarterback, which is crazy. The guy just would just every play pick me up and just throw me to the side. Like I was just a ragdoll. Mm-hmm. So it's hard ragdoll, yeah. but um, congratulations to the chiefs. Happy to see yeah. them back in the superb owl. Uh, they got a yeah. tough component, but or opponent. Tough opponent. <laughs> component. <laughs> component. They have great injury. components against a very good uh, opponent. They don't have any components. They're all hurt. Yeah. They're all injured and hurt. So, um, it was kind of funny when they were going into the game and they're like, oh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle, and he's going to play next week. I'm like, well, obviously he's going to play. He's not going to miss the Super Bowl. No. 
but if he wasn't going to miss this game either. I think his ankle was 80, 90% going into this game. And secondly, uh, the back spasms things that uh, Travis Kelsey was reporting, I think that was totally made up. You think just, so? I think so, 100%. Just to get into, oh, we got a chance. Their, their number one receiver is going to be out, basically. So I, I think. With that being said. I think so. Come on, pull it up. I think they. Uh, audio. I would if I was a head coach. I'd make up something like that. Would you? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see that? I did, and uh, he had a reference against the uh, the city. The oh yeah, the, the mayor. mayor. And he's like, "Know your place and shut up." And I was like, "Yeah, know your role and shut your mouth." <laughs> yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> perfect, absolutely perfect. It was great. Really love happy. It. Love it. All right. Incredible. Well, Incredible. amazing. We'll we'll be here in All two right, weeks. Let's, so exciting. Let's line up this show real quick. Okay. So today we're talking about. Good old, where'd your where'd you go? Hmm? Where'd your your video go? What do you mean? You're just a blank screen. There you are. Okay, I don't know. What oh, I accidentally hit a button. My bad. Okay, okay. So we're talking about the um, the most ethical um, company that this world has ever come to know. Um, the There's a lot of them. Company, yeah, the pharmaceutical <laughs> company known as Pfizer. Um, this, this, uh, story has been circulating a lot in the interwebs, uh, which is where we like to reside. So it just came out like five days ago. So it's relatively new, but I I haven't heard too much about it on, um, it's starting to make its rounds and, uh, we do reside in the interwebs. So if it's there, we're going to, we're going to catch it and bring it in. So for sure, um, it was a, um, it was a investigative journalism journalisming done by a group known as Project Veritas, and they actually had one of their um, what do you call them? Their journalists, but they have like a name for them. They're like undercover a, journalists, like, That's uh, like a private investigator. Yeah, their undercover journalists ended up on a date with the director of like research. Um, yeah, I think he's a dr- for Pfizer. Mm-hmm. You probably do have his. He's a Pfizer director of research and development, strategic operations dash mRNA scientific planner. Quite the yep, I see that right here. Title, look out! I do see that. Caught him on hidden camera talking about how they are Pfizer is mutating. They're exploring mutating COVID so they can preemptively develop new vaccine new vaccines for profit. And then subsequently, James O'Keefe, who's the CEO of Project Veritas, confronted him with it. And this guy freaks out. And no, we're going to show you the video. Cool. And we'll talk yeah. about it later. But um, he freaks out and he ends up assaulting James O'Keefe and his film crew and ends up destroying some of their uh, equipment, which to me does not sound like a very reasonable or innocent person. But I digress. Yeah. That is a news story. And it does make you scratch your head a little bit. It does. It's a pretty crazy story, actually. And his reaction yeah. is is absolutely... You, you would know if you saw someone wreck, 
react the way that he did, that something's up. And he knows mm-hmm. he's kind of like screwed up. Especially when he's talking about, he's like, it's not a good look when you're like, I am a liar. He's like, I'm a liar. <laughs> Wait, he I was says on a that? date. Yeah. He oh, says, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I, I lie just to impress people all the time. You'll see yeah. the video, but it is kind of crazy. And we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. But, um, but his lie is so specific. Yeah, like like he he's he's like reg- regressing like what he said during he's regretting the, what he said. Yeah, he's like fuck that. Yeah, that. Yeah, they got me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. We also got um, a story out of Memphis, Tennessee, with a gentleman named I think Tyree Tyree Nichols. Tyree Nichols. Was, yeah. Uh, pulled over for a traffic stop. Subsequently beaten by five police officers in Memphis mm-hmm. and died three days later from result of his injuries. Crazy. Um, those Just, police officers have been in, um, convicted. So they've been charged. They haven't too. been convicted. Been, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're good. You're right. Thanks You're good, for the Sam. They've been charged. Yep. So, um, so we're going to talk about those two things today. Yeah. Love and it. what's funny is people are like, oh, I thought, isn't this like, is a conspiracy? Like you guys are conspiracy theorists. It's like no, we're not conspiracy theorists. Like we're just people that talk about conspiracies. Conspiracies yeah. exist as, um, like I think we read the definition, but the definition was like hat. it was like not truth of a theory. It was con meaning not. Yeah, and then conspiracy by itself means like a group of people with a plan to commit an unlawful act to do harm or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting, the definition, because I'm sure it's very different depending on where you pull the definition from. I just pull it off Google. Right. And I'm sure Google has its own definition compared to, um, you know, other sources and kind of, we're, we're not trying to spark anything. We're just talking about what we see. Day in, Dude, the show's all commentary. Right. The show's I mean, all commentary. That's that's what podcasting is for, just to talk and get feedback and, or not. And well it's yeah, know. I mean we're we're looking at we're looking at I mean, this is a pretty big, pretty big deal. Yeah, and it's it's not like they, we're we're not making up we're I not do out, anything. Right. I'm we're just not, reading stories. We're we're not Alex Jones out here saying that there's lizards, he saw them with his own eyes, and Whatever. It, now, if someone makes those statements, we're going to go research them and talk about them. And that's it. Yeah. We're, we're literally, we're ex- indecent exposure. We're indecently exposing the truth. Doesn't mean we're taking a side. Right. Sometimes we might because the evidence is compelling enough. Right. But. You know, it's funny when I first like looked up our name on YouTube, how hard it was to find through all the like actual indecent exposure, like news stories of like some people like exposing some weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's so, us, man. Didn't, didn't think about that when we were making up our name. But you know what? It's oh, fine. I did. Oh, you're like, this is this is going to have hits. It's a it's a pun, dude. It's a pun right. words. Oh, I know. You did a good job. Thanks, man. Um, Appreciate it. So I think you had a. Uh, you had a video. I did. Do you want? The, what do you want to talk about first? I think we can. You want to just? Do I think the, we can talk. Let's do, do the Pfizer thing. We'll, let's okay, talk, so let's talk Pfizer, and we'll end with the um, brutal beating of a black man. Yeah, uh, 
Okay. Okay. Uh, so this excuse me, 10 minute long video. Um, I don't know if we'll play all of it, but it's, I, I think if you, if you watch it, then you kind of, you'll kind of know. So this isn't again, and it's not a conspiracy. This is someone that set up a camera to record someone during a date. And we um, should, and we should preface this. If you go to like, I actually went to project Veritas website. Like that's where they I literally hire people. They yeah. literally hire people as undercover journalists to do this stuff. Right. And, and that's and, the whole point of of this publication. Right. So so and you know what I was thinking I was like you know how hard it would be to like meet up with someone of this stature. One he, he's a director so no you're not going to like go and interview him and then ask him all these hard questions. I think he's it's really answer, interesting. Yeah, and I don't know if like maybe they're on like grinder app because I I think this this man is uh is gay. So, and I think because he's on a date. And so I, I, th I think that's the premise of this. So one, you're matching with this guy on whatever dating app or not, or maybe it's just a mutual friend. One, that's hard enough to set that up too. And then, then being able to be uh, not deceptive, but try to ask him about his company and like all of that that's going on. And for him to spill the beans this easily, it just goes to show you that people, people's moral compass is just, out of whack it's just it's just crazy so here's the uh here's the story let me share it let me know if you can hear the if you can't hear the auto i can pull um, it up i have backup every time i think maybe we'll play it we'll talk a little bit about right. can you see that it's coming up there it is all right I need to full screen it because i will a tiny screen post, i will post let me know if you can hear it. It's really quiet. Huh? It's really quiet. I don't know if it's not playing on mine. Oh, here. I can probably turn it all the way up here. This might help. Can you hear that? No? I can't right. hear it. Let me share it to you, Ryan. And then um, I'll put it in chat here real quick. And we'll get this spruced up. Spruce it up. Old Sunny Boy. Yeah, I like to try to make a new name every time I log into uh, Riverside here. Keep things interesting. Alright. If you scroll about like halfway down, you'll be able to find the, the full video there. Yeah. I it is a... Uh, here it is. There we go. Beautiful. Ready? Yep. Is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. Don't tell anyone the public. Don't tell anyone. I love it. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate ourselves so we can create new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that, like you know, it's still everywhere. Something crazy. It's the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, 
a director of research and development. So James O'Keefe, this is actually from Project Veritas website. Strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know, it's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this. It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. The direction of evolution is very different. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. Pause it. Not. But you do like directional hmm. mutations to try to see. Keep pause it. Yeah. Yeah. So just so everyone's aware, gain of function, uh, it's basically refers to the serial passaging of microorganisms to increase the transmittability uh, virulence, immunogenicity, immunogenicity, and host trop, tropism by applying selective pressure to culture. Meaning, explain it like I'm five. You're just making the virus like easier to be spread. Yeah. Anyways, continue the video. Yep. 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 It's like I'm about that. I don't know how that's gonna work. There not be any more outbreaks. Just like Jesus Christ. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all okay so dr robert malone we've talked about him before yeah was was he on a gre he, podcast he was on gre he's been he was kicked off wasn't Twitter he a developer of M mrna yeah, he's he owns the patent for M mrna and he's Crazy. the one that was like i'm not not too sure about mrna we don't have enough research on it yet kind of thing resuming for all government officials, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's bad for everyone else in America. Crazy. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being regulated, they want to come work for the company, then I got to be as hard for the company. You know, if this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health, it's profoundly corrupt. What is Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today, <laughs> so there's a lot. Really? They're doing uh, yeah, pause I again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, is it too loud? No, no, it's fine. It's perfectly okay. fine. Um, which it would probably be once this is on YouTube probably be easier to see because <laughs> the quality or the audio quality is not like superb or anything and the captions really help kind of depict what what he's saying anyways um so i i work in this industry i'm not with a pharmaceutical company but we basically assist pharmaceutical companies so i hope this doesn't come back to haunt me or anything but and i think i don't i'm not even gonna say who our clients are but Smart. um Basically, what happens when a drug goes years and years under research, um, you compact all the information and present it to the FDA. FDA takes about typically on the short end, and this is like usually emergency, kind of like COVID-19 was, six months to 18 months to approve a drug. 18 months on the long end, um, this is 18 months be considering like a very complex drug, something probably that would usually deal with cancer. Um, mm -hmm. They get reviewed by regulatory a regulatory body, which people basically write the rules of the trial. Um, so these people have probably been in pharmaceuticals for a very long time, probably at least 10, 15 years before they actually are able to go and, and have a job. 
as a um, as someone that goes and passes and gets FDA approval of a drug. That way, that company that was just on trials testing on humans can actually go and tell the doctor, hey, use my drug um, to help XYZ. I would say 98% of companies, pharmaceutical companies, are doing amazing things and solving cancer, helping cancer, and not even cancer, just vaccines, like everything that's that's pushed out by a by a doctor. It's the 1% of companies like uh, Purdue Pharma that was big on the Oxycontin um, in the early 2000s, got everyone addicted to opioids. And now we're kind of hearing about Pfizer, which I'm not surprised because three of the largest uh, pharmaceutical companies uh, control the vast amount of the drugs that are pushed out there. So um, what happens a lot of the time is when those regulatory bodies, when they go and work for the FDA, they'll actually go, if they're tired of working with the FDA, which they have great benefits, one of the reasons why, they'll go and work for one of these companies. Mm-hmm. So they tend, or vice versa. So if it, say you work at Pfizer for 10, 15 years. Now you go get a job at the FDA. A new new drug comes from Pfizer and says, review our shit. You know how he's going to be really he or she's going to be really biased about passing that drug. It may have some incentives too. Mm. So uh, just one of the pieces of the corporate pharmaceuticals, it's not all about like the pharmaceutical industry and industry. That's bad. There's regulators in the government that are, are linked and pieced to it. It's crazy. A little corrupt. Oh yeah. When I was a recruiter for some of these smaller biotechs, it, it, you could see their resumes and, you could see that they worked at a either small, medium, or large biotech, preferably a medium to large one. And then if they go work for the FDA, it, it's basically like money guaranteed for that for that pharma company. Typically, not a lot of drugs um, that get submitted to the FDA get dismissed. And if they do, there's probably some insider you know trading on that. So, anyways, play the video. Some, My bad. Uh, behind the behind the scenes, like, deals. hey, we're we're not going to let say like Moderna. We're not going to let Moderna pass this vaccine because Pfizer's already got a deal for a COVID vaccine, right? Which Moderna was a, a medium sized company, about two thousand employees. Uh, only reason I know this, I used to recruit for Moderna as a clinical research recruiter. Um. Not surprised that Johnson and Johnson got their their deal their spiel in with that, but all I'll say about the vaccine: not enough research. I was very skeptical to get the shot. I did get it, <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm not like preaching to any like crowd or anything. I still got it because there was enough participants. Essentially, we don't know the long term effects of this vaccine. So we'll we'll find out in a, probably about three or four years, long term wise. It'll be interesting. Can't wait. I'm excited. Me either. All right. Anyways, here we go. Continue. Continuing. Our undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. 
What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. We're scoring like now. You know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're scoring is like, why don't we just mutate ourselves so we can develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Yeah. So okay. we're like, do we want to do this? Which, hold on. So that's like one of the things we're considering. Okay. So future, I don't think like, that's maybe, necessarily a bad thing. And hear me out. If they want to get ahead of creating vaccines for manipulations of viruses, I think that's fine. My question is, how the fuck are you going to know how the virus manipulates? There's no way, right? Like, if I if I have a child with, with my wife and my child has some genetic mutation of whatever, because nature said... <laughs> Sam, your genes just wanted to pass along this trait. How, you're not going to know unless you like, I don't, and I don't, again, I don't know the science. If you can manipulate proteins to basically say this child is going to have bigger thumbs than Sam. Just for, <laughs> for an example, stupid example, but I'm just saying. Thumbs. Um, I would disagree because when you make a vaccine, you're not making a vaccine for something new, right? Well, you're not making a yeah. vaccine preemptively because that the whole point of having the vaccine is because something, an illness happened, right? Or a disease, illness, a disease process happened. I'm trying to think of the uh, a virus. The one we eradicated. When we eradicated polio, polio. You didn't preemptively make vaccines for polio, but because what if there's a variance of polio? Well, because, well, I, I don't know if there is because um, polio didn't have a chance to mutate. Because we eradicated it. The whole point of vaccines is to, is to eradicate yes. diseases. Yeah, because we become immune right. to it and they can't do anything. But so, when you preemptively, true. When you, when you preemptively are making vaccines, then you're allowing the virus to mutate. That's why we had so, so many variants so good, come out. So great point because then it's like, well, then why are we – which he said, it's fucked up that we're even trying to mutate. Well, why? Just so you can make more money? Well, why? 100%. I mean, that, that kind of leads you down the path of what would be the reason for preemptively making vaccines? To make more money. To make more money because they're, they're already ready to go. But then, like, let's say you have a – like, okay, so – if they're going to be mutating it, like what's to stop the virus from mutating on its own, like a variation, a variant from a variant. Now your right. vaccine doesn't work for that variant because it's right. mutated and right. you weren't, you know what I mean? Right. So then we're just going to keep giving ourselves these different vaccines. It's like the flu vaccine is like how many like strains of flu does it a ton um, it usually like 15 of, 15 to 17 every year yeah and and how effective is it it's like 40 uh effective. yeah there's usually the vaccine covers like three to four per year yeah because they're so probably less than less than 40 percent. yeah it, it's just a shot in the dark every time yeah it's not a bad thing to to go and get i mean it's not gonna harm no. you for getting it but i haven't taken a flu vaccine since i was a you know, required to in college, I think. 
when I first went to college. You were required to get a flu shot in college? I think before I went to Mizzou, yeah, I had to get a flu shot. I think. I don't know. Um, I I knew I had to get like a tetanus. Like there's like three or four shots I had to get. Well, yeah, you had to get like your MMR, TDAP, all that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. That's pretty standard. Which which is fine. Because that Um, actually, that's that those vaccine those vaccinations actually are they they eradicated right MMR those diseases and people saying that they stopped vaccines cause autism like just no we've we've debunked that. Yeah, please unlive and go ahead and no, I'm no, kidding. Don't don't, don't do We're don't do that. that. But please, <sighs> just do something We're smart. Pulled. <laughs> no, pulled. no, 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 no! I didn't mean it. I mean it. Halfway through the episode, we're getting pulled. Awesome. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're fine. We're okay. fine. No, just don't be an idiot. Like, do research. The guy that produced that article about autism was stripped of his medical license. Oh, um, yeah, because he ended up being like, "All right, you caught me." Yeah, I and, made yeah, it. right. He wanted to get that. He was chasing that clout. He's yep. doing it for the gram, essentially. I'm sorry he about that comment. Don't don't ever. It's not worth it. Yeah. Anyways, I um, feel like now I. You know what you you need to do right now is you need to go pull up the. Uh, or you can just cut that right hotline. out of the episode. The hotline. Okay. Nope, I, not cutting out. Pull up the hotline. Oh God. Drop it. Drop it. Okay. Yep. We're ethical so, people. Su- suicide hotline. If anyone is needing help, um. And it's just and down and out about your life. Please don't do it. Please reach Talk out to, to somebody. Friends and family. Get help. Your um, life matters. It it really does. And the suicide hotline, actually, holy cow, is nine eight eight. Really easy to remember. Well, I think they did change it recently. Yeah, three cool. numbers nine eight eight. Save it in your phone. People people are there to answer your questions. All right, glad and we just did talk. That. So, yeah. Anywho, um, so let's let's play the video. This is interesting. Okay. It's fun. Here we go. It's fun. Here we go. And we can like create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID. I like how he's smiling well, that's too. Yeah. No, that's why it was a thought that came up in a meeting, and we were like, "Why? Why do we not?" It was like we're going to consider that with more discussions. Okay. That exact reaction, right? We're like, "Wait a minute!" Like, people won't like that. That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. And this right here is why it's it gets so specific. And when he later is like, I'm a liar. No, dude, this is way too specific. Like you guys are. It sounds like like this is like they have a plan. Already yeah, kind of set. What's this guy's name again? I'm gonna look Living him on. Uh, it's Jordan Tristan Walker. Not sp- okay. The way that we're thinking about, it, don't tell anyone. You got problems? Don't tell. You got problems? Don't tell. Fist bump. So um, the way it would work is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys, okay, and then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other, and we collect serial samples from them, and then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey, and you just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we tend not to prefer. 
and they would just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. So then you just see the mutation. You kind of force it to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that, like you know it goes everywhere. Something crazy. It's the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys? This is unethical, to say the least. And Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. So, I mean, when is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. It depends on how the experiments work out. Because this is just like some of the time, right? It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this. It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution? Directed evolution. Directed evolution. Okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. Exactly not. But you do, like, these, like, selected directional mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm learning about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. True. So um, yeah. tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? What's he drinking? Well, there's some kind of- is he Same. drinking? Uh, go Margarita? back a second. I think I miss it. Okay. Developing with the whole, I'd say margarita or like gin and tonic mutation process. Mm-hmm. Well, they're still kind of conducting the experiments on it, but uh, it seems like from what I've heard they're kind of optimizing it. But if you're going slow, they were very cautious, like you know, right? I was going to kind of accelerate too much, yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want out of time, but you're kind of future mutation away. So, did that. Did the whole virus mutation thing like come from your executive, Sarah? No, no, that came from like we have like chief scientific officers in like the other divisions. In a subsequent meeting, our undercover journalist asked if this type of gain of function research is already being studied at Pfizer. But no, as long as it's called directed evolution, Pfizer's in the clear. What, what's the goal for, for Pfizer of doing that? So, probably what they want to do is like to try to figure out to some extent, try to figure out like. You know, there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up. Why don't we try to like catch them before they pop up in nature, and we can develop a vaccine prophylactic for like new variants? Yeah. So that's why they're thinking like if we do it control in the lab, then we say, oh, this is an epitope. And so then if they comes out later on, like in the public, we already have a vaccine kind of working on. Oh my god, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that the, like the best business model though? Like, just control nature before nature even happens itself right yeah, yeah. if it works <laughs> what do you mean if it works because like some of the times like we're just mutations that pop up right and they're not prepared for it like with delta or omicron right and things like that so who knows i mean either way it's gonna be a cash cow covid will probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward like, yeah i obviously like <laughs> well i think the whole you know i think the whole like research of the viruses and mutating it like would be the ultimate like cash cow. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> now you would think that creating viruses hmm. to sell the vaccine would be illegal. Hmm. No. Interesting. The pharmaceutical industry, as well as puts it, is quote 
a revolving door for all government officials. So I was talking about earlier. We talked to Dr. Robert Malone, physician, scientist, and author, to get his take on the comments made by Jordan Walker. You're gaining function. You're creating a new function in virus one by adding elements from virus two, infecting one monkey and then another monkey. That's called serial passage. That appears to have been one of the technologies deployed in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with the humanized mouse strains that I believe were obtained from uh, EcoHealth Alliance. That's an example of directed evolution. The gentleman absolutely no moral compass at all about what he's doing. The hubris and arrogance and immaturity. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health with such a casual disregard for the human toll, it's profoundly corrupt in terms of would it be feasible for Pfizer to circumvent international or national law I think that is undeniable. And the gentleman in your investigative work has clearly indicated that Pfizer believes that it has successfully captured the regulatory apparatus of the United States government and presumably worldwide. Pfizer has completed regulatory capture, is quite proud of it. With governments turning a blind eye and Pfizer hiding information from the public, this is an ongoing story. Be brave. Okay. Um, I want to see the video. Damn it. I have it pulled up. I'll send it to you of him freaking out. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's also nine minutes, but this, this might be a little longer episode, which I'm totally cool with because I think this is just hard hitting. And while the video was playing, um, I tried looking him up on LinkedIn because Project Veritas showed him multiple times that he uh, was employed by Pfizer. I have not, I have not seen anything. Is on, not um, LinkedIn? I, I'm pretty sure if, if he's still working for Pfizer, which I saw in a tweet. Um, this was from July or January 27th, so three days ago that he's still employed. Someone took a um, picture of his team's status. Oh my. Which if, if you know anything about mean? teams, you're, you're, you can see that people are, I'm sure he's meeting with uh, some execs right now. Anywho, uh, go ahead and play that video. Cause I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> he said, "I think it's pretty cool." I, I think I think it's hilarious how he reacts to this whole thing. So do I. And what amazing quality this video is! I thought this was like I thought this was made up. 
go ahead and change the uh, view. Go to settings there. The wheel, there. cog wheel. Yeah, change that to the highest setting it can go to. There you go. Because it is. Oh like, wow! It looks like a Hold damn on a movie. Here. It looks so clean. I want to see something here. That's incredible. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Looks like a movie. Hey there. Is this seat taken? You work for Pfizer. My question for you is why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact that they're mutating the COVID viruses? Is this real life? I'm literally a liar. I was trying to impress a person on a date. What's your lying? This is absurd. Don't touch me. Well, this is not. Why the way? Don't don't tell anybody. Who's just working at a company to literally help the public? You up. You really did. Please bring the bus. Can you please unlock your door? No, no, don't let them leave. Please unlock the door. Give me. Why is he going here? Please unlock. Please unlock the door. Please unlock the door. Unlock the door. We're trying to get unlock the door. Unlock the door. Woo! Crazy. Spies are not wanting the public to know that you guys are doing directed evolution. Bro, what, what's going on here? That was like an interview. <laughs> I don't know. It freaked me out. I mean, these like flashbacks to that like same organization of like those conservative people who would, like randomly go into organizations and then like befriend people who work in these organizations and then report them, which oh, happened God. to people at Pfizer. So it's like it freaks me out when people start asking a lot of questions about work. Oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. Hey there. Is this seat taken? <laughs> He's like, what the um, fuck are you doing? Pfizer, my question for you is why does Pfizer want to hide from the public? The fact that they're mutating the COVID viruses. Is this real life? What is happening here? Why? What is going on here? This is absurd. Why does Pfizer want to hide from the public that they're mutating the COVID virus? <laughs> oh my God! You're on video. You're on video. <laughs> mutating what is the COVID going virus. on here? I need to call the police right now. This is. I don't know what's going on either. This is ridiculous. So you're on video. Uh, we're, 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 I'm a journalist. Bro, first of all, I'm literally a liar. He's, he's on video. Whoa. You're saying we're exploring how the virus keeps um, mutating. Yes, One of the things we're exploring right is why don't we mutate the virus? So please do. Please do call the police. Please do call the police. Please do. You can't do this, guys. You're gonna call the police. He's he's uh, gonna call the police for asking him yeah. a question. Might please as well. do call the police. What are they gonna do? Please do. He's uh, on tape here talking about mutating the COVID virus. Can I talk to you outside about this? Absolutely not. You're not even my wife is on this. What is your name? Because you fucked up. You really did. I'm about to sue you. This is absurd. Please. You have someone mock me as if they're going on a date to record me. You don't even know my position at this. What, I was what trying to impress a person on a date. What's your by lying. 
I was literally trying. Okay. I'm not even a scientist by background, you know. What but I came from a consulting firm right. that does business. Uh, this please, is please, absurd. Please don't touch me. This is absurd. Please so, please do call the cops. Please do. Why would you call the cops if you have nothing to hide? <laughs> I'd be laughing too. So he's obviously having one of the most outrageous reactions I've ever seen uh, in the history of Project Veritas. He's threatening to call the police. Okay. He grabbed the microphone. The question is, why is he calling the police? What? Can I get a check for the bill? No, do not give me a check. No, don't let the do you want to put me in jail for asking you a question? Yes, sir. <laughs> what is the intention of calling the police? Can I talk to you, please, about this video? White. <laughs> I was just saying. Why yeah. did you bring race into this? Oh, shit. We have you on tape talking about mutating the COVID virus. No. Okay. Show you the May I show you the video? No, I want to Do we have to leave? Okay. No, you cannot just leave. Do you want me to leave? I want the police to come here and see all of you people. Can I ask you about this video? Please. You can tell them about how he's lying to a press. Here, just just is it true what you say? No. I literally was on a third date with a guy, and like normal men, you lie to impress a date. Mutating viruses? Do you, do, you, do you not work for Pfizer? Probably not. Sir, do you not work for Pfizer? Do you work for... Do you currently work for Pfizer, yes or no? Do you currently work for Pfizer, yes or no? What are you talking about? So you, you don't work for Pfizer? He doesn't want me to leave, ma'am. I, I, he wants the cops here, but he doesn't want me to leave. So I'm in a little bit of a predicament because she's asking me to leave, but he doesn't want me to leave. So what should we do? Okay, so these people have just—I was on a right, date. You're on a video right? here. These people literally look. look wait, that's—that's that's not his phone anymore, is it? This is absurd. Look at this. No, video. I literally said that. Is, what are you talking about? Well, well this is not. Why the way? Why don't, are you doing don't this? tell anybody. Why do you want to hide it from the public? Why do you want to hide it from the public? <laughs> if you suspect that, that mutating COVID virus, is this the way the virus started in Wuhan? Why do you think it's okay for Pfizer to do that? She, he's filming the restaurant owner right now. He's filming her. I don't know why he's filming her. No, <laughs> don't. Would you like me to leave? Because he won't. He's asking me not to leave, and he's consenting to my presence. Ma'am, are we allowed to just stay and ask a few questions? It's pretty remarkable that they call the police on us every time we show up and ask questions. Every time. You say Pfizer is planning on doing research in the future, then claim that there's an ongoing research about that, and that there better not be any more outbreaks. Which is it? Are these experiments happening or not? Calling the police. They can do it right up front. Okay. No, do not leave. Do not leave. <laughs>
<laughs> What's that? They locked us in. Yeah. You do you it's want? It's just bizarre. <laughs> Man, we'll the door. Ma'am. Man, we're trying to leave, but you What's bizarre about it, dude? He got caught on camera. Can you please unlock your door? Let us out. No, I don't know what's going on. I don't want anyone leaving, but I don't know what's going on. What are you trying to do? Can you please unlock your door? No, no, don't let them leave. Can you unlock the door? Could you please let us leave, ma'am? We'd like to leave. We'd like to leave. He just knows that he's like, yeah, he's screwed, right? So, my thought is, you called the police. I can't tell if the restaurant lady wants them to leave or not. Yeah, she's being really weird about the whole situation, right? Like, she's like, I think she's kind of like, yeah, I want you guys to leave because I'm trying to run my business. But at the same time, this guy's like, call the cops. Like, I need the cops here. And he's like walking back leave. in the kitchen. That's my favorite part. He like walks and, back into the kitchen kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And but, he's like, no, they can't. They can't leave. And she's like, I want them out of here. But now she's like locking door. Now no one can leave and no one can come in. But what's weird is like he calls the cops and then he steals their tablet and now he's trying to destroy the tablet. So you're going to call the cops and now they have ev- video evidence yeah. of you stealing their equipment and destroying their property. Right. And I think his logic is, oh, this might be the only source of this video that probably exists, right? Seems like desperation <laughs> mode to me. <laughs> Little be known to him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's probably backups buddy ah! <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> what a fucking idiot dude oh, he's God. executive director yeah dude yeah, and director he's worldwide yeah. he is development strategic freaking out right now he All is right. dude he's in panic mode because the next two minutes are crazy Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Also, pause it. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I also, I'm pretty sure it's illegal for a business owner, unless someone's like attempting theft or robbery or some sort of crime, to legally like, like they can't lock the door if someone's wanting to escape. Like, what if a fire breaks out right now? Seems like a fire hazard. That, that's got to be like. At least second degree murder, right? If, if something were to happen to everyone inside, including the workers, I mean, sure, there's a back door, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, it just blows my mind that the owner's like, no, everyone's staying inside. Like, it's I crazy. I wanted you to leave originally, but now you're all going to stay. Right, right. All right. Say what you need. To Can say. you imagine? Hold on. Can you imagine if, like, after this incident happened, your boss is watching, is watching this video of you and <laughs> yes there, there's no i can't you, you were for the probably the biggest pharmaceutical company and you're you're stripping someone's ipad and throwing it on the ground to destroy it and he still works there from three days ago we, we don't know what his status is today i imagine that this man is going to get fired. Like there, there's no reason. How do you not? 
He has to. How do you not? All right. Crazy. He's assaulting me. He hit my head. He is. Oh, wait. That's not assault. Yeah, no. And he gets a shove. He recovered pretty nicely. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Now you're hurting me. What is going on here? You cannot just repeat It's not okay. It's not okay. Come on. It's not okay. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Come on. We're we're in New York City. This is remarkable. What you just he's like that was the reaction I wanted in the restaurant. Come on, guys. Where's the where's the car? Where's the vehicle? Come on. It is. This is insane. You just witnessed one of the most remarkable interactions ever. Do we have the iPad? So we're getting into the vehicle now. Where's our car? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I. Stand right there. No. Stop. Stop. He's Wait, can you go back like two seconds? Hold on. Show the cop car. Show okay. the cop car. Because hold on. I just, this has nothing related to the story. When the fuck did police start driving Toyotas around? Oh, or a Honda? That's Toyota. That's definitely Toyota. That's crazy. To me. Oh, sorry. I know it's totally like not related to the story, but a Toyota, uh, I'm assuming like a RAV4. I don't know what they drive. As a New police York. car? That's crazy to me. Is America cars like just that unreliable? They're like, screw this. These these forward edges or escapes are just one year and that's all we get before the training goes out. We're spending way too much money. Let's just buy expensive Toyota and they'll run forever. Probably. Anyways, Probably. go ahead and play this video. Sorry. Got distracted. He's charging the guy, charging, charging, charging. You can't make an arrest at this point if you don't have the, the victim right here. Okay. Because if he was here, you'd arrest that guy? If he was here, yes. Oh, then we could just walk away then. Not worry about it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy that they they could have charged him with assault. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> such a crazy video. That is, that is a, such a crazy story. I mean, just the whole story is absolutely amazing to me. I think it's it is, and he does not like the way he's the the way he describes the experiments the um alleged or like what would you say theoretical experiments that they would how they would do it is yeah. so specific on the, using the monkeys and then the direct or the simulation it's like dude you're not like this does not sound like something like oh we're tossing around ideas this is like like this is what we're going to do we're either going to do monkeys right or if that doesn't work then we're going to do simulation and he was like simulation is not really what we prefer which they, like, they said like testing on Animals is unethical. I'll, I'll just let you know every single Everyone, medicine they all, they all do it. Vaccine all do that's it. ever been put into your body has been tested on animals. In fact, that's, before you can even go to human trial, it goes has to go through animal animals. Yeah. And it's it might be sad, and I know it is. And for all the animal lovers out there, I, I I get it, but it's 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 a necessity in order for us to 
be able to advance in the medical field, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that being said, this whole reaction That was not the reaction crazy. of an innocent man. No, 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 no. That's someone that got caught. In my opinion. Re- oh, 100%. You got caught dead in your lies. You, you know, anyone that ever is ever caught in a lie gets extremely defensive. But, oh, yeah. I mean, you can be defensive if, if you think that someone's being caught in a lie. That's fine. But, like, that shit was over the top offensive. Or uh, not offensive, defensive. Yeah. Like, you're, you're way out of line to one. Not only call the cops for whatever reason. What do, what, what do you, what are the cops going to do? They asked me, they ask, because... they ask me a question in public or I guess private business, but the owner could have kicked him out at any time, which looked like she tried to do. But yeah, then this but... guy's like acting like he's the, the damn boss at this restaurant. Yeah. I'd have been you... like, dude, you're getting out of here. Right. I get out, get out of my kitchen. Yeah. Get, yeah, what are you walking in the back of my kitchen? Like, what are the, what are the workers doing, bro? Like, if you're I'd be like, get bro, the if you're fuck gonna go in my here, kitchen, dude. if you're gonna go in my kitchen, you're putting an apron on, you're putting some pizza in the oven. Exactly. All right? Roll that dough, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon my French, but, but excuse me. I mean, it's just the way, just the way he acts, and like he tries to use the excuse of, um, oh, I'm a like liar because I'm trying man. to, I'm trying to impress a date. I'm like, no, I didn't. When I was on my first date with Deb, I did lie. Maybe my only lie at that point in time was like, I didn't smoke. Even though I had a pack of cigarettes in my jeans that day. I remember still to this day. And she didn't even care. She loved me for who I was. For who I was. So, so you're going to tell me like a potential a potential partner, you're going to lie to them. And then comes out, turns out later that they found oh, out just, you lied. We just did it for the gram. We did it for the clout. No. So you're you're going to build a relationship on lies? No, dude. Right. You knew you had information that was going to impress somebody. He literally said I had a meeting that day about what we're talking yeah. about manipulating. So I'm not accusing Pfizer for doing it cuz it doesn't sound like they have, but they have they we had the idea. We we don't know. They could have done it. We don't know. But someone came out and said we've talked about it and we're trying to get ahead of the game. And this is how we're going to do it. And so there's that. There's a look at one of your financial or uh, biggest pharmaceutical giants that just said, we're going to do it. Who's controlling the vaccine? Who who is? Yeah. Probably the highest percentage of people have gotten that vaccine. It's from Pfizer. Yeah. I think I got Moderna. So I don't know what I got. F- fingers crossed, Moderna. You didn't do it unethically. Yeah. Who knows? Mutating viruses. Who knows? I, and and I guess I'd probably have to go read the um, abstract from their trials and and whatnot. But I I still like I never read it, and I I think people should probably do more research before you start injecting your body with drugs and chemicals and whatnot. Um, and, and read what the scientists have, have put out there. But I'll, I'll tell you, working in the in the industry, most companies are, are good companies. And a lot of the companies that I have uh, worked on projects are really small. Um, and so they're they're banking on their one like their one discovery to hopefully solve some sort of, um, you know, cure to help people. So I, I really hope 
for the best of those small to mid-sized companies, it's the big ones that, uh, that kind of ruins it for, for others. It's kind of like cops, same thing, but it, it's crazy that you hear, um, to transition over, if we're still going to talk about it, how there's just what I always hear is a, a few bad apples yet. I see videos and videos and videos of cops just using and abusing their power. It's like, they're not out to serve and protect. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to vouch. I, I think there's probably a lot of great cops out there, mm-hmm. but you see a lot more videos of bad cops than you do of good cops. And that just says something oh, yeah. about, about an industry. And so I changed my saying from a few bad apples to a few bad orchards. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I do have, I do have a response from Pfizer of that incident. Oh, I'd love to hear reading. about it. This is from Pfizer. Okay. Um, and this is, this was released at on Friday, January 27th at 8 PM. It says New York, New York, January 27th, 2023 allegations have recently been made related to gain of function and directed evolution research at Pfizer. And the company would like to set the record straight in the ongoing development of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain of function or directed evolution research. Working with collaborators, we have conducted research where the original SARS-CoV-2 virus has been used to express the spike protein from new variants of concern. This work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by public health authorities. This research provides a way for us to rapidly assess the ability of an existing vaccine. Get out of here. To, I just lost my spot to induce antibodies that neutralize a newly identified variant of concern. We then make this data available through peer reviewed scientific journals and use it as one of the steps to determine whether a vaccine update is required. In addition to meet us and global regulatory requirements for our oral treatment, Paxlovid Pfizer undertakes in in vitro work, e.g. in a laboratory culture dish to identify potential resistance mutations to nermatrelvir, one of Paxlovid's two components. With a naturally evolving virus, it is important to routinely assess the activity of an antiviral. That's what Paxlovid is, I think, right? It is, yeah. Antiviral. Mm-hmm. Most of this work is conducted using computer simulations or mutations of the main protease, protease A, non-infectious part of the virus, in a right. limited number of cases when a full virus does not contain any known gain-of-function mutations, such as or such virus may be engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in cells. In addition, in vitro resistance selection experiments are undertaken in cells incubated with SARS-CoV-2 and nermatrelvir in our secure biosafety level three laboratory to assess whether the main protease can mutate to yield resistant strains of the virus. It is important to note that these studies are required by U.S. and global regulators for all antiviral products and are carried out by many companies and academic institutions in the U.S. and around the world. True. Fact-based information rooted in sound science is vitally important to overcome the COVID-19 pandemic, and Pfizer remains committed to transparency and helping alleviate the devastating burden of disease. I find it hard on that last statement because you guys were trying to lock up the data for 70 years. Right. So that's that's contradictory. It is. And they're basically saying, explain like on five, they basically grow this, the um, COVID virus in a petri dish, like an, an actual 
and test it to their strains, see if we can manipulate it, and we'll try to get ahead of the curve. So they're basically trying to defend what they just put out, or with yeah. the with that um, Jordan. Um, sorry, last name Jordan. Tristan Walker. Jordan Tristan Walker. Jordan Tristan Walker just said. But they don't but really they, talk about. They don't yeah. really address what he said. No, not at all. They just they said, don't address we, what we, he said. We they back. go after the gain of function. They're like, we're not doing gain of function. I mean, it'd be kind of stupid not to try gain of function to to a degree, but it just sounds like they're strictly trying to manipulate the virus so they can get ahead of the curve. And they're not 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 admitting it, but they're not right. saying that we're. Not doing that. They're leaving it vague. They are. It wasn't. It wasn't a good public statement, in my opinion. It was like, no. Well, we're not going to defend what he said because it's actually true, but he's not wrong. So, but I mean, wh- why would they come out and be like, uh, "Yeah, we are doing directed evolution." Instead, we're going to try and use all these uh, different ways that we're doing research to try and throw you off. Of what of what may be going on, maybe that's maybe they are doing direct. Maybe they just told us they're doing direct directed evolution, but in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, you know, I don't know. They they use a bunch of big words there to try to throw people off, but they, that statement basically clarified nothing, other than the fact that they're going to continue to research and develop and do all the stuff. But I, in in my opinion, every usually. Every, Every pharmaceutical company, especially a large one like them, they have the resources to go and try to manipulate viruses to try to get ahead of the curve because why not? If if you said that I can figure out the flu next season and you can figure out all new 20 strains of it and you can get ahead of the curve and say, you're not going to have the flu next year if you take our vaccine. You, as a normal consumer, you wouldn't be like, yeah, let's do it. I, I hate the flu. Everyone, <laughs> I hate the flu, but with I mean, they in the statement they do admit to using computer simulation. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, though. Right, but I think they're trying to say like it's a, they're trying it's, to like they're covering they're covering their tracks with like, they are by saying let's mutate it ourselves because it's probably going to happen, which most viruses do. They're like trying to flu. cover their tracks with saran wrap, exactly. But like you said, the very beginning of this episode, when we first started talking about this, is like polio, why don't we just eradicate this disease and shut it down forever? And that's what they're not trying to do. They're trying to manipulate it so that they can make more money by creating more vaccines and dispersing the different strains out there versus saying, if everyone just gets a polio vaccine, we won't have this issue anymore. If everyone gets MMR vaccine, We'll see it very few to far none because MMR so, is going to be around for a long time, probably forever. So basically, basically we shouldn't have pushed that vaccine out. I think so. I, I said, so I when I, okay. One of the first people that I started working with at my company was a, had a PhD in epidemiology. She said, Sam, there's basically two ways we can handle this. One, we let everyone just live their day-to-day life. Everyone gets COVID at some point, and we all gain some sort of immunity from it, right? That makes logical sense. You get it. Mm-hmm. Just like like 
I had strep all the time growing up. I haven't had strep throat in 15 years. Knock on wood. Because I got probably every strain for the first 10 years of my life. Or we can lock everyone down for two weeks. No one goes outside. Like, like I'm talking 1944, 1939. Like, no one goes out anymore. Like, this is like German. Like, no one goes outside. We can't do anything. Just do that for a month, basically. Government comes and gives you food, water, whatever. You just don't go outside. If you do, it's in your own perimeter, whatever. That's it. Because the sun basically kills COVID-19. Right. Um, UV, UV light. Those are your two light. options. Instead, for the pat for from March of 2020 till what? Basically two years later. We let people travel, go around, eat in restaurants with a mask, and then once you sit down, you take the mask off. Oh, the disease just suddenly just dissipates. Like, it's just not there. Because you're sitting down, like, it goes over your head. It doesn't... Right. Yeah, right. My molecules that I breathe out, just it, it just made no logical sense from the beginning. And it, it only took maybe a month or two before I was like, this this whole thing's bullshit. It's absolutely horseshit. Yes, it is killing people. It had an impact on my my own grandma's life. I don't know if she died from COVID nineteen, but it was a factor of it. And she was she was also ninety five. She lived a good life. There the 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 money, the politics, everything behind it. You just knew something was up. And if you're someone that was sitting there and you're bringing home groceries and you're spraying them off with antibacterial, like all all the items, I'm just like, you're not improving your health. You're no. you're not accepting. Like like I grew up not washing my hands and playing outside and getting in dirt and and getting diseases, getting sick. And I always knew that my natural immunity was going to be so much better than getting i i guess vil or pills or vaccines or whatnot i I, i'm just a strong believer in natural immunity well i mean there's been studies that showed that natural immunity was better than it was better from the start vaccinated right but i I just understand why in the beginning we were quarantining healthy people it didn't make quarantining we're, we're we quarantined the people that weren't at risk Instead, we should have been quarantining at-risk people and not healthy people. It should yeah, have been like, I, hey, and I th- if you are if you're diabetic, if you're if you sure. if you suffer from obesity, people um, that were older than like sixty, C- right? Yeah, COPD. If you're in this, right. if you're over this age, like if you have all these comorbidities, you need to be you need to be um, quarantining until we right. get this thing under control. Not telling healthy people to stay indoors yeah because like that didn't make any sense because um the whole point of covid was that it that's how it was transmitted was indoors in close proximity to people and then they came out and they were like everyone we want everyone to wear masks everywhere you go and then it comes out it's like okay well um these surgical and cloth masks they're not they don't stop the droplets. Yeah, the, the droplets whole thing was too bullshit small. after two years. Yeah, they doesn't. They don't stop um, transmission. And it's like, why, and okay. even Doctor Fauci said that they're like it well, really he, early on before he was a political figure, right? But he was like, he would say something, and then a week later he'd be like, "This oh, is no. what we're doing, and this is what we want to do." And then it's like the next week, it's like you're contradicting that. So like, 
the entire time throughout this process, we don't know how we're supposed to handle this situation. And guess what? No one's ever going to respond to the government ever again about anything like this. No, but especially not from a guy who did the same thing during the AIDS pandemic when you were, when he was the one promoting a treatment that was killing more people than the actual AIDS virus. I didn't know about this. Yeah, dude, exactly. Weird how they don't weird. How you don't hear, how about, you don't that. hear about that stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Like, why are we, why is this guy? What, like what cookie jars does he have his hand in that? He is still, you know, he's getting money from somewhere, somewhere. Right. But yeah, exactly. He's got his hand in the cookie jar. Why is he the one when he's got a history? And it's just like this whole thing just stinks of corruption. And this isn't like, this isn't like, oh, you're conservative. And no, if you actually follow the timeline of events, none of it made sense. Our whole reaction to this thing was flawed from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, so, 100%. You know, um, like I said, I don't think if um, if a new pandemic comes out in the next couple of years, which from what I've heard from conspiracy theorists, that they're planning on doing another one. I don't think that, especially in the U.S., people are going to react this, react the exact same way. I think s- at least half the country, right? Because for one, it shouldn't have gotten as political as it did. But it did it because did, and- it needed Dude. to for a reason. And people were like, okay, the science doesn't make any fucking sense. And I have, and I work with project managers that have been in the industry for 20 plus years. And they all were like, this was just stupid from the beginning. I'm, I'm talking about people who have led projects from start to finish on vaccines, uh, cancer drugs, uh, like pills or treatments for anything. And it was just like, <clears throat> what are we doing? This doesn't make any Anyone in the scientific community just probably looked at the past two years and said, this was all a political gain for money and, and sorry, a monetary gain and a political gain. That's all it was. And yeah. to see, can we still control the American people? They did. It's definitely, it definitely feels that way. And, and the world, we have a leader now who's, we have a leader now who says that the pandemic ended and now apparently we're still in a pandemic. Right. Well, yeah, you know, it's almost like he, he says, he, he says the quiet parts out loud all the time. Thankfully for that, because he's 82 years old and probably has some form of dementia or schizophrenia of, of some sort. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. He's a, he is a, he's a character. Love Joe Biden for the, those reasons. And that reason only, um, I will say this too, like the, the YouTube video that we showed of, um, the Pfizer director freaking out. That was, that was, um, that was project Veritas's video on YouTube. Just so I can give credit yep. where it's due. And um, project Veritas got a strike for putting out the interview. By oh the my way, God. I am YouTube. color me shocked. Color yep. me shocked. Yep. Um, I wanted to also go over this article. I don't, I mean, we've been doing, we've been at this for a minute. We still got to talk about the, um, Tyree Nichols we're story. Gonna, we're going to push it to next episode or the other. Okay. Well, I want everyone to check out, you know, 
with this story circulating, obviously more and more publications are um, covering covering this. I want people to just go and watch or not watch. Go read this Newsweek article by Tom Norton. It's called Fact Check. Does Project Veritas video show Pfizer is mutating COVID? I want you to ask yourself after reading this article and really, really decide that if is this article addressing fact or fiction or is this just a hit piece because Newsweek is a liberal publication and Project Veritas is more conservative? Right. Yeah, it kind of goes to towards that and, you know, the Twitter files, which we'll talk about, which is just it, it kind of it's like a, you know, uh, what what they say, the record rotating record. <laughs> like revolving door. Revol- sure. Whatever. The same synonym. The more conservative you are or middle or whatever that doesn't go against that goes with the agenda, the more you're silenced. And so this is why we're doing this podcast, not to stick up for the conservative views, because I'm I will tell you from the start, I'm very middle in the ground and I, I don't I don't like either side. I'm not conservative nor liberal. I'm very much in the middle. I fucking hate both sides. I think they're they're both out to get everyone um, in their own ways. And mm-hmm. it, sure, that's fair. Like to you say. just have, have a have a brain and a thought, and just listen, read, do your own research. Just don't look at everything and say, "Well, that doesn't make any sense." And and like I did on Project Veritas here, it's hard to like say that this guy. Right, like you can't spin it in any different way, because he's he got caught. It'd be like if Red-handed. someone was cheating on someone, and I go for for just not example, just just anything. I go and I'm on a date with someone, and that person is recording me on a date with them, and then sends it to my wife. That's it. That's all it is. Just just truth. I'm not going to be a, an actor. He's not an actor. Real life employee, right there. Yeah, and or not. You, anymore. You're middle of the road. I'm I'm middle of the road, but I I, I hold conservative values. I don't. It's I'm fine. not scared to say that, and I'm I'm Christian. Not scared to say that either. No, but that's fine, man. The whole point of this thing, as we already talked about in the beginning, is to give commentary to stories and give our opinions. And of course, find evidence. Of course, for truth. So and I think that's great. I think you're great. I think um, you're fantastic, dude. I think you're. Fantastic. This has been like one of the. I said last time that the my last the last episode was like my most favorite, but I think, I think this is topping. And I hope every single time we do this, it gets better than the last one. Me too. I'm gonna have to get really creative with the title of this episode. Uh, don't name I it Project Veritas. I'm not gonna name it Project Veritas. I might do something like Panic at the pizzeria or something like that no like panic oh i kind of like that panic at because it's a pizza place yeah it and is. it's a pun because like panic at the disco panic at the pizzeria people have no idea they're like what is this all about panic at the pizzeria i can't use the same pizza background no it was so good though <laughs> I, <laughs> I know I dude, that was my best thumbnail because it was like me with my pizzas like my legs yeah. were like my legs were so close together <laughs> It was my it was my best thumbnail that I've ever made. 
Oh man. Well, quit posing, dude, and get back to your mic so we can end this end this episode. Okay, okay, okay. We're pushing Tyree. Hopefully, to the next episode. I'm sure we'll forget yeah, forget about I, it. I kind of want to talk about all of, like it might be another like part two, like a part two episode sort of thing. I kind of want to talk about all of the like black black on black or black on white crimes with cops and stuff. I think that'd be really interesting to look at. Sure. Um, and I think I think it would be a interesting to see kind of what varies from story to story and why this keeps happening because it's a common theme. Um, I feel really like I'm just going to say this. If I was black and I'm driving around, I wouldn't want to be black. There, that, like first and foremost, I just know that I feel I not know, but I feel like I'd be a target. And that's all I'm going to say about that because I think that will lead into a great transition for the next episode. If we sounds like it, talk about it. Sounds like it. We'll talk about the Twitter files. Those are also really interesting. I feel like that's going to have to be like a documentary. <laughs> I mean, Twitter files, nine eleven, um, COVID was a good one. I mean, I'm. That's why we had to talk about this for so long. And we can go on about like where it started from. Like, gosh, I think you can go on and on about COVID. And we probably will mention it from time to time. I, I just think it's we all got we all got gypped. Two years of our life was absolutely taken away from us. Uh I feel really bad for people that had celebrated big life events, people who got married, people who graduated, you know, from high school, college whatever the occasion i it sucked it it, it really suck, sucked dude. and i i was really fortunate that i was able to my big life events like got done before then but you know one benefit about covid i will say is like i work from home now and my company has no plans to bring us back and thank god i i work for a company that appreciates that I don't think there's a lot of good companies out there, but I've been really happy with at least my, my work and my company. And I feel really bad for like, I have a good buddy that has to go back into work and it's like, why he's been able to do his job for the past two years, you know, exceptionally. And I feel really bad that to who has to go back to work. That is really not needed. Like someone like you, right? Like, obviously you, I have to be, you can't work. You're saving lives. You're saving me. You're doing amazing things for people. Um, but people that are working on a computer for eight days or, uh, excuse me, eight hours eight a day, days? eight days. Yeah. That's eight, it. Eight days. Eight days here. <laughs> I wish, um, people. Yeah. Don't you don't you don't ever have to work in an office again. You shouldn't if you work on a computer and I'd say fifty percent of the workforce probably does. If not higher. Crazy to me. Yep. Crazy to me. Well, all right. This is officially our longest episode ever. Yeah. Um, just fun. All right. We had just fun. Things to talk about. It's a good time. We love you. Think if you made it this far, Appreciate I'll personally you. kiss you. We appreciate you. Share, like, subscribe. If you want. No, please do it. No, go ahead and do that. And share. Okay. Share with your friends and family. I only yeah. I, I'm literally myself like cussing like ten times an episode. Yeah. 
It's yeah. like one every 10 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I'll try to be I'll try to be better. Okay. Me too. Not really. But no, all right. you're not even bad. It's me. All <sighs> right. Well, good night. Have a great day tomorrow, okay? You thanks, you too. All right. See you in the next one. See ya. Congratulations. You've made it to the end. You might as well tune in for the next episode of Indecent Exposure. That's all, folks. Until next time, Space Cowboy.